the fuck are these guys? Oh, God help their generation. Get Wi-Fi anywhere you go. Hold up. Okay, okay, I'll say it. It's old man Kevin, and the BS presents... It's better than radio. The Clueless 2 Podcast. All right, here we are, episode nine of the Clueless 2 Podcast, man. I'll tell you what, something changes every week. And it's either for the better or the worse, but this week we actually have show sheets, August. Can you believe that? I, I Great update, actually. That's great a, improvement. We are, we are growing up in the podcasting world, and we are becoming more and more professional. But on a side note, something bad has to happen with the good, right? And my main computer... Has, has bit the dust. I don't know what's going on over here. That was, that was a bit anticlimactic. I'm like, oh no, what happened? <laughs> yeah, my computer over here is all tore apart, so we're using the Mac laptop to record this. Still in the basement here at my house, but uh, I'm really hoping this computer is not unrepairable. I think it'll be all right. I mean, I got parts taken out. I'm looking at it. It just looks scary looking at it. Looks like a lot of work. Well, I'm waiting for a bird to come make a nest in it. <laughs> But anyway, it's uh, or also we uh, it's not nighttime. New, normally, we record this at nighttime. It's actually like ten in the morning. Surprisingly, I, I, feel, I feel good about it. I, I have my coffee here, and I feel energized and ready to podcast this shit. I feel that's a good way to start the day. You know, I think so too. Because I guess, well, I don't know. Maybe at nighttime, you know, we've had our days and we kind of reflect. Yeah, kind of reflect. But at the same time, you know, you're kind of tired. But you know, we did this reflection last night, and we got it on a show sheet. Yeah, yeah, we get, we did some uh some brainstorming. There we go. That was that was a good idea. I think a show sheet's going to help us out a good bit. So we'll see how this goes. Um, we were so we were looking talking what we were doing talking about summer and when summer was last night. Yeah, we were talking about summer solstice and uh, then Brandon brought up uh, the longest day of the year is June twenty first, and that is the summer solstice. Yeah, that is, and. We're supposed to be seeing like 17 hours of sunlight or something like that. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is. I mean, I thought it would be more than that, honestly, for the longest day of the year. I thought it would be at least like 20 hours. But, I mean, if that's the, what's the, what's the shortest day of the year, then? Uh, it's the winter solstice, but I'm not 100% sure on what the time what the time is. I would guess. What, two hours? An hour? What? No. When have you ever, have you ever been in the winter? That's only two hours I of light. Excuse me, is it two hours shorter than oh, 17? Okay. <laughs> uh, I think it said something around, um, it was like four or five hours shorter. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. So you go from a longest day being 17 hours to like a 13 or 12 hour day. Right. So I guess, what are what are most days? What are the average? Seven, what, what time does the sun come up? About 7.30? It yeah. probably sets about, I guess it's 12 hours. Well, I guess... Well, I mean, lately it's it's still light at like eight o'clock. Yeah, I guess it's just changing. Well, we kind of got to thinking, like, how how do more people not talk about this? How's this not a holiday? This yeah. is literally the longest day of the year. You could do everything. You can do anything. Anything you wanted to do in a day, you don't have to squeeze it in. You I, got plenty of time. I, that's a good way. That's a good perspective. Because now that we're talking about this, now I'm thinking in the eyes of, like, someone who hates their job or have, like, ten kids to take care of. And they're like, oh, God, it's the longest day of the year. Yeah, yeah if you're working outside and landscaping or doing something outside and you got a dick boss, you're probably going to be out there for 17 hours. <laughs> <laughs> but the boss is going to be happy. Yeah. Too bad it's on a Tuesday. 
It's on a Tuesday this year. It is on a Tuesday. So we were thinking, um, man, what could you do for 17 hours and, you know, you know, just be outside, I guess, tan for 17 hours. I've brought up drinking a beer every hour Yeah, for that, 17 hours. That's only 17 hours. That's only 17 beers, though. Come on. All right, so you said that you can, if I drink one beer for every hour for 17 hours, you say I'm going to be sober by the end of the day. I, that's what they say. They say that, the process. That's, that's the science behind it, but... Come on, dude. You gotta be some kind of messed up after that day. I don't know. I mean, I guess it just depends on how much you drink and what you're drinking. I mean, if you're just drinking beer, then yeah, probably you might you probably be okay. But if you're taking like, you know, you're drinking a fifth of fifth of a handle every hour, <laughs> you're gonna be pretty tore up. But I think the best way to experience it would be a boat day. A boat day. Yeah. I mean, you get up. You would have to because I think it says the sun rises at five thirteen that morning. Yeah. So you had to get up about four, get out on the water, and then just just last all day. We gotta get a party out there. Oh yeah, kind of like how they do for um, the poker run. Uh huh. Do the sandbar be lit over there at West dude, Point? Dude, what if we hosted an, an event on the longest day of the year out in West Point? And we just like put a banner up over there on the on the boat. Oh, dude, we that'd be, be awesome. Riding around and people be stopping by wanting to take pictures and stuff. Or we could put it up at um. I want a like lunch spot or something. Yeah, or the sandbar. Yeah. Stake it in the ground somehow. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, the problem is with this plan is we don't have boats. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> we have to, yeah, we have to convince Josh to be like, Josh, can we put this big old banner up behind your behind your boat? You only get one mile to the to the gallon. <laughs> Josh is also pretty adamant about uh, getting gas money before we go out there. Yeah, dude, it's, it's going to be a rough summer this year with gas yeah. prices. We're going to be doing boat. a lot of floating on the longest day of the year. Yeah, you just floating. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> just kind of dead in the water. Yeah, Dude, I can't imagine the prices at the the uh, uh, the marinas. Yeah, because oh. they're already like a dollar fifty higher, if that. I mean, they're you're probably going to be paying eight dollars a gallon at the marina, which is ridiculous. I guess they can do that though. I mean, it's... Josh did say um, whoever tows the boat doesn't have to buy gas. Oh really? So that's pretty fair. That's convenient. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was saying, what else could you do on the longest day? I mean, you could you got to set a record that day, right? I mean, as long as you're in the sun for all day. You can set a record uh, biking. I think biking would be a good one because running running for 17 hours, you got to be some weirdo to do that. I mean, dude, biking, I mean, at what point do they, bo- do they both become unbearable? I mean, Jeez. riding a bike for 17 hours, that is crazy. Uh, but I think it's more plausible, like, if someone gave you the option to run 17 hours or a bike for 17 hours, what are you doing? Well, I'd rather bike, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you could also do, like, what if you just did, like, the longest golfing day? You just played, like, 36 holes. I wonder I mean, how many holes you can That get. would be a great day. You know, that's something you can do with your friend. You know, eat lunch at the country club. Be out in the sun all day. What if you just played, uh, you just played poker all day in the sun? <laughs> just oh, that'd had be, a, ta- a that'd table outside? I couldn't do that. <laughs> That'd be it. Maybe that's something up uh, Bailey's Alley. But uh, I guess that's about it for uh, records. Sure. Um, okay, I've got something important to tell you. Ooh. Um, so there's going to be some changes at the house. I'm getting a roommate. Ooh. It is my cousin, Emmy. Hell yeah. Um, I know you're attracted to a new, <laughs> but we cannot. you can't be hitting on her and banging on the door looking for a friend to talk to at <laughs> 2 in the morning. When do I ever do that? You, you heard me. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I've never done that before, um, but I won't do it for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, 
just be cool. You know, I mean, Emmy can be a great ally for both of us. You know, she may be gay, but she has a lot of hot friends. But are her friends gay, too? So that don't really help us. No, but, I mean, imagine <laughs> bringing a hot girl home, um, and she sees that you have a female roommate. You know, that, that girl you're bringing home is like, oh, well, this guy's not unbearable. Well, first thing we gotta do is bring a hot girl home. <laughs> 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 the easy part's Emmy just sitting there. Well, this will yeah. be this will be weird. This will be, I mean, you've you've only had guy roommates. You've never had a girl roommate, but you have had a, a cousin as a roommate. Yeah, I've had any brother Patrick, and I tell you, man, I cured I cured Patrick. When Patrick moved in, he was a wild wild person, like drinking all the time, and was always aching and belly aching for a girlfriend. And sure enough, he found one when we were living together, and uh, he's still with her. Yeah, I'd never forget that day. It was, what, 4th of July, 20... Was it 20... No, 18? It was 2019 or... Uh, I don't know. It was... It, was, no, it hadn't been it was, 2019. I think, you're, yeah. I think you're right, yeah. It wasn't 2020, I know that. No, it was No, because it wasn't during the pandemic. Everyone was out there at the pool and everything, hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Which, ironically, you say you cured them. On that day, you needed a cure in. Yeah. You're you're throwing up in the bushes. The kids there's kids out there like, Ew, he's throwing up in the bushes. You threw up in the sand on the volleyball court. Yeah, I had to be carried off the field. What uh what differences you think is gonna come with a girl roommate versus a Um, I'm gonna be uh, well the deal is that it's four hundred dollars a month because I don't have two showers. I have oh, okay. a spare bedroom, I have two toilets, but I got one shower. So I'm giving a, I'm knocking fifty dollars off every month. Because we got to share a shower. And I'm not really that dirty of a person in the bathroom, so, you know, it's, it's not the worst deal. And she's going to buy groceries and cook. Oh, there you go. So that's a pretty sweet go. deal. Well, you're, you know you're going to have to get a real fridge now? If she's gotta, buying groceries. <laughs> yeah, we've, uh, I think together we have too many fridges. <laughs> I have a big broken fridge, and I have a, a, a chest freezer. So... I think it's a good deal. Uh, you know, you got to look at it from a different perspective. Yeah, she's family, so that means that I can trust her. Um, I know where she lives. I, you know, I know where her parents are. It's not like I'm not going to be able to get my money out of her. <laughs> yeah, um, show up to her parents' house with a ransom. <laughs> yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take the money out and tool from Erica or something. <laughs> um. But, you know, it could be a lot worse. It's hard find, finding a good roommate that you can trust. And then yeah. someone that you already know and and, and are uh, comfortable with. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, not saying this ain't going to work out well, but your last roommate arrangement, when you first moved into the apartment, you thought the same thing. and Oh, uh, well, know. I'll be honest. I was com- completely cool with living with Pat, but we, me and Patrick definitely were, like, uh, on the edge about if we should move in with Tyler because he had gotten a DUI uh, right and maybe we were closing on the apartment, and we still had a chance to back out. Uh-huh. And me and Patrick just kind of took a gamble. And, uh, <laughs> it was definitely it was, a gamble. <laughs> it was definitely a bad gamble. Um, I, I'm, I've learned my lesson on bad roommates. So. Well, that's good. I mean, you've only had, what, three total roommates pat naomi and tyler yes that's correct yeah. okay and then uh well smitty's getting a new roommate too right oh yeah a new cat oh, Amy's that... bringing his like man coon oh a man coon god don't I, those I don't things know, are big i don't think it's technically a man coon but it's, it's big as shit 
Oh, really? It's huge. Was it like a damn 40 pound cat? Yeah, but it's, it's a male, like a bobcat. Oh, poor little Schmitty. She's not going to have any idea what to do. But it's also gray with green eyes, too. Oh, maybe she'll get along with her. I yeah. know she does not like fucking dogs. Yeah, <laughs> she does not like dogs. I'm curious to see how this is going to go. We'll see. Well, it's either going to end in a cat fight or, or not. Or I guess it, y'all put the, you're going to put the litter box downstairs and get a yeah. little cat door for yeah. the basement? Any, Emmy's got this awesome litter box. It's a big uh, flower pot uh-huh. made of plastic, and there's a hole cut out in the pot, and that the pot is the litter box, and then there's a plant, that, a real-life plant that sits on top. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's so cool. Yeah, dual purpose. Yeah. I so you're going to put that in the basement, but... They got to get down there somehow. Yeah, I'm gonna cut a hole in the basement door, and they can get down there. And uh, I'm just gonna have to force them through the door at first. You're just gonna hack at it with a sawzall. Like, yeah. oh, can you fit? Nope, not yet. Halfway through. <laughs> you have a jigsaw, Bonnie Chan? Yeah. Uh huh. You do? Know? Okay. That's yeah. We're just gonna drill a hole and then jigsaw a. Yeah, square. Okay. Well, uh, best of luck with the uh, with the new roommate. Yeah. See how that goes. She planning on living there long term, or is she just like staying there for? I think she said like a year top. Oh, really? A year tops? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I'm like, all right, which is cool. I mean, having a roommate is fun. You know, it's a little bit of a stress relief. Uh huh. You know, that's extra money in uh, the bank. Yeah, you get what about six grand out of her plus groceries? Oh, for a year. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking if it was a thousand a month for twelve months, that'd be twelve thousand. Half that would be six thousand. She's paying hundred less than that. Oh yeah. yeah. So. Fifty five hundred, something like that. Yeah, that's not bad. And groceries. There you go. That's good. So that's not bad. Um Me and Brandon, we eat a lot of uh Subway and Uber Eats. Uh it, it's pretty it's pretty limited out there in Moreland. <laughs> yeah, it's pricey. We only have options of uh Laja Sports Grill and um Nifty when it's open. Yeah, no Nifty Nifty is a is a gold mine though, right there. Yeah. I'll tell you that. I mean they stay open pretty late and it's literally like an eighth of a mile from the house. Yeah. Very convenient. Well, uh, we're, the reason we're doing this podcast this morning instead is because yesterday I was kind of beat to hell after uh, we worked at Boosie's all day. I was tired as shit. I'll tell you that. That man put his hands on you? No. <laughs> he wasn't even there. hes I don't even know where he is. He's doing a tour or a show or interview somewhere. But uh, we were we got home, didn't do the podcast last night, and I was like, all right, so let's just do it tomorrow night. And he's like, well, uh, I'm not going to get home till like 1 o'clock. I'm like, wait, What? And you got a wedding, another wedding this weekend? Is it yep. wedding season? Uh, wedding season, baby. I guess people love getting married when it's hot. But this is going to be one of your larger weddings so far. Yeah, 175 people. That's a lot of people. That's, that's a, a lot of chairs. That's a party. How many, uh, did, does a wedding venue ever say, oh, we can't do that many people? I'm sure. You know, I think, I want to say like 200 people is on that. Oh, really? Maybe. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I'll ask that question tonight. Oh. Well, we can hold a lot of people. It's just, it's just awful on us. Yeah, it's a lot of chairs. And yeah. How and many they, chairs? And they won't let us push the carts of chairs around with the four-wheeler or the golf cart we had. Wait, why not? I don't know. It's like... Liability? I, I guess. You don't run someone over? I don't know. It's a golf cart. A chaired to death? <laughs> yeah, chaired to death. <laughs> well, that's good. Um... Oh, is, yeah. it, is it one? Is it is it a famous wedding? I mean, I guess 175 people is probably a that's a good size for a wedding, right? I, it is a good size, and I, it's more than likely some old noon and money. Oh, you think so? One of your daughters get married. I, that's what I think. Uh, yeah, more this, like this venue is in the heart of Noonan. Um, it's real pretty. 
It's a nice house, yeah. The, <laughs> August's ass. Last night he was trying to tell me where it is, and he's like, it's past the graveyard. And I'm like, all right, so is it past Jonah's parents' house? He's like, no, 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 way past that. I was like, was it near Noonan Country Club? <laughs> Noonan Country Club Road? He's like, no, 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 it's way past that. I'm like, August, oh, you got me confused as shit. <laughs> so I pull up on my uh. My, uh, my my maps, and I'm showing him. I'm like, where is it at, August? Is it right here? And he's like, I'm giving yeah, it's him, right there. I'm <laughs> giving him names for different roads across the county. Yeah. <laughs> now it's Bruce Jackson. Yeah, on the complete opposite side of the county. Uh, but that kind of got me thinking about, do people listen to directions anymore? Can they follow directions? Verbal directions. If you're talking local to local, if, uh, I would give it like a 85 to 90% succession rate yeah but what about you think kids nowadays they they know where to go or you think they just use their phone or i don't think so when we travel we are all over google maps you know yeah uh when i was growing up i didn't really start putting landmarks um well i take that back yeah my sense of direction and verbal direction really improved once i started driving your sense of direction? Oh, yeah, yeah, because, I mean, you're actually driving. Yeah. You know, you're looking at the road names, yeah. and you're, when you're feeling the old, road. When you're 10 years old, you're just staring out the window. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, not, just, you're not thinking about anything. You just know the road you live on. Yeah. Maybe the way to get there. Like, I would get you and, I would get Martin Mill and uh, Gordon Road. Like, I would get those, or Jackson. I would get those all swapped around when I was growing up. Because my, oh, really? my dad drove on... All those roads to school yeah. for whatever reason. It was like every year or so we we would be taking this route every day, and I don't know. I just like I'd be like, "Dad, can you take me to Justin?" And my dad would be trying to watch the Georgia game. And he'd be like, "All right, hurry up, let's go, it's half time." <laughs> and I'd be like, and my dad would be like, "Which way is it? What what road is it?" I'm like, and I wouldn't know which one it is, and I would say, "Uh, Martin Mill," and then we drive all the way to Martin Mill, and I'm like. Oh, wait, this isn't it. <laughs> I vividly remember being in situations like those with my dad. Did you not know, like, the road he lived on? Yeah, like, I would just, like, take, uh, me- like, picture memory of roads. I'd be like, you know, that that's the way to go from house. I mean, it was just... It's kind of like a dream. Yeah. You kind of, like, try to relive, like, well, I remember I turned a curve on this road, and then yeah. I went down that one. And then you're going out the road, my heart something, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that mailbox. <laughs> Yeah, the one with the rooster on it. <laughs> but uh, okay, well, have fun at your wedding tonight. Um, oh, before we get off that topic, um, I'm actually going to be quoting a job for him, which is awesome. You know, I know the customers. They know my work ethic. Uh, it's a simple, sweet, easy job, labor-intensive. It should be a good payday. Well, that's um, good. That's always good when you get a job from your job. Yeah. You know, it's just a, a great opportunity to, to just raise the bar on um, what people think about you. They've already got a good impression of me. Let's make it even better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you ain't got a wedding next weekend, right? I do. You do? Yeah, but we're leaving on Friday, and I work on oh, Saturday. Oh, okay. We're going on Saturday. Okay, yeah. cool. But the following Scare me there. Weekend, <laughs> the following weekend after that, I'm going to South Carolina, so I'm going to have to call out that Saturday. That's that, Oh, for the wedding? Damn, are y'all having back-to-back wedding? Or... Three weddings in a row? There's weddings every weekend. Really? Yeah, every Saturday. Oh, it is now? And there's a wedding every Saturday at the location in Coweta. Yeah. Were were you just not working them all before? Or is it just now it is? 
Well, uh, I think beginning of March. See, I only had one wedding in February. Yeah. And the wedding season really just started in March. I mean, it was too cold in February. And we do all our ceremonies uh, mostly outside. Oh, really? Yeah. That's nice. And then you'll have the reception in the stables? or In the stables, yeah. Okay. It's a really nice stable. When people, when I think of stables, I'm thinking of, you know, horse shit and straw, but yeah. there's none of that. Well, that was like the Josh and Sarah's wedding. That was a stable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, cool, man. I'll tell you what. It's been a hell of a week trying to train new people, man. Oh, I bet. I just lost my uh, my last guy last Friday. Rest in peace, Justin. <laughs> thanks <laughs> thanks for your time. <laughs> but uh, I got two new guys, and I've never really had to train anyone before. Um, at least not in a sense of I didn't have someone else already knowing what they're doing, you know. Yeah. It, I think it's a lot easier to train someone when there's um, an, addi- an additional person who knows what's going on. Yeah. So you can give them the big pointers, and then any other small stuff, you know, he can refer to the sergeant. Yeah. But it's just, it's been hell. And then I just, it's, it's funny how when you do something for so long, like irrigation or something, and you're like, why don't they understand this? This is so simple. Like, so they were over there working on something. They were putting a T in, um, a drip line. Should take five seconds. I mean, they were on it for like two minutes trying to figure it out. And I showed them, I wiggle it, and then they're still having problems with it. But it was kind of like, you know, I can't get mad at them. You know, yeah. they're trying to learn. They're working. They yeah. want to make money. And they're, most of all, they're wanting to work. Right. Which is hard to find people nowadays that want to do that. Exactly. But overall, it's going pretty good. I'm glad they're here. It's just kind of a pain in the ass at first. Um, the first job they were at was at Boosie's house. Um Boost a badass. <laughs> we had to we had to put a bunch of irrigation in there, and I, I'm actually after we record this, going up there to finish that, some little things, and get paid. It's always nice getting paid on a sunny Saturday. I, I'm not even get paid on Monday. It feels great. Yeah. It, you know, if I think it's a really uh, self growing experience being your own boss. You know, if you want to make money, it's up to you. Yeah. Everything's you, up to you. You got to pull the strings. You yeah. got to if it. You know, if it fails, it fails. If it succeeds, it succeeds. But at the end of the day, it's all your fault. You either yeah. get all the glory, you get all the yeah, shame you, or the shit. You, you know? get all the credit and all the blame. Yeah, all the credit and all the blame. Um, yeah, I'm a little nervous when it comes to me hiring employees. Because, like, I just, you know, training a fresh recruit from my line of work, they can either get hurt really bad or cost me a lot of money. By yeah. damaging a tool or cutting the wrong piece of metal. Yeah, yours yours is a little different than PVC pipe. The the most dangerous thing we've got is a pipe cutters, a, cutters, a sawzall, and a drill. Yeah. <laughs> the way I when, the way I picture myself doing it is, I'm gonna get one guy, um, and he's gonna work alongside me. He's gonna watch me cut, fit, put stuff together, and then I'm gonna let him weld weld it out. And he's gonna learn like that the first couple times, and then I'll. Let him be on his own. Oh, so you're, you're going to let him do the welding, but you're going to do the assembly and the fabrication at first? Yes. Or you're just going to tack it? And, and then I'm going to let him, you know, weld and grind. Yeah. He's going to be watching and helping helping me fit and stuff. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, a training period. You don't just need a warm body. You need someone that kind of knows what they're doing and yeah. wants to learn. I want a, I would, I would prefer like an 18-year-old kid, 19, 20 who just graduated high school, he's doing uh, night class for welding, and he needs a reference. And, and he's not he expecting a, a lot of money? Yeah, and he needs experience. Yeah. 
that there's a couple Canada's out there. I know they're out there. I just need to find them. Uh, you know, just hang out at the college and have a. When's the last time you went up there? Didn't you go up there a few times talking to Joe about it? Yeah, I used to go in there recruit for the old company that I worked for. Isn't oh, that yeah. sad? Like, here I am, the lowest the lowest worker on the totem pole at this company, and we're dying for help. And you got me going around the colleges trying to recruit, you know, young boys to come work for <laughs> it. I mean, that's just bad management right there. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe they're thinking like, oh, hell, we don't have to pay August anything. He'll just go out there. Yeah, out of the goodness of my heart. I just, you know, I'm just trying to get home at 5 o'clock every day. Yeah, August, like, <laughs> I can't be the only person in here fucking weld. We need more people. Yeah. But at the same time, I guess a job like that's kind of hard if they're doing night school because it, it starts at 4, right? Yeah. I mean, they can come and work for me six hours every day. Go yeah. home, rest for two hours, go to school. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's the, uh, it's the finding someone that's in the transition period. Right, so, and somebody who who's just dying to learn, you know? And most off, someone who is willing to work, who's got drive and work ethic. Yeah, because, I mean, I guess that's the difference between a warm body and someone who wants to work. Warm exactly. body just coming there for a check, and they're exactly. just, you know, using their hands. Right. But, oh, man, it's uh, it's tax season now, August. Did you know that? I know. <laughs> I hate that, dude. I was, I was so stressed out the other day. Well, I've been stressed out for a couple of weeks about taxes because I've been behind on them, and I was, like, trying to find all my work orders and work reports and whatnot. And uh, I text my tax lady. I'm like, hey, Miss Lisa, I'm so sorry. I know I'm super late, and I know that's not good, but can I bring your, my taxes over this weekend? She's like, oh, honey, you're fine. You got plenty of time. <laughs> I'm honestly worried for you. Like, if you if you end up owing a shit ton of money, I'm, then I, it's going to make me worried come the end of 2022. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, mm, I'll, we'll see how much I got to owe. I think. I don't know. Hopefully, I did uh did all my taxes right, or I don't have to owe anything or not a whole lot. But she said, so I was supposed to be doing this thing every quarter. I was supposed to be sending off ten percent. Well, I didn't. I wasn't doing that. So, so you owe a hundred percent? I went no. Every month you were supposed to set set aside ten percent. Yeah. Of what your monthly or yeah. your quarterly earning? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then send ten percent in. So it's supposed to be ten percent of. I don't, see, I don't know. I don't, I you, don't. Did you not add up how much you made over the entire year? Yeah, I did, but I, I don't know if I don't know if it if it goes off of the entire income because I think that's where deductibles come in, right? Like all your gas and stuff. You're They're not right just. Off. Yeah. Well, I think they find out how much you make, and then they add in all your write-off and all your deductible, and then boom, that's your final price. It's like a it's like a bad Christmas. It's like, what am I gonna get? Yeah. Hopefully, I don't get nothing. <laughs> I mean, it really is. You're even getting coal, or you're getting that new Hot Wheels. <laughs> yeah, for real. But I just thought it was kind of funny. I've been stressing about that for so long, and it was just like, oh, you know, now I'm not worried. Yeah. Until I actually I turned it in, and then I got to figure out. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. She me like, uh, honey, you owe eight grand in taxes. I'm oh my God. <laughs> I have to sell a kidney. Eight grand in taxes. That, that's ouch. I hope to God it's not that high. Hopefully, we got uh. Hopefully she works some magic and I don't have to pay all that. Mm. Well, all right, August, you got anything else you want to add before we wrap it up here? We got the last little segment going on. What what's your uh, what's your problems been for the uh, the past week? You know, it was a good week. I, I faced a lot of challenges. Whether it uh, here's a challenge we didn't talk about. My alarm clock has, oh. has crapped out on me. <laughs> it is no longer the bunker bomb alarm alarm clock that I I paid for and I use every day. It's awesome. But when it craps out, it, it's catastrophic. I've been 
I've woken up late three times this week. But I still managed, out of the anger of waking up late, I still managed to <laughs> complete two jobs this week. Uh, I'll be getting paid for them on Monday. I ran into a, a hurdle. I have like 20-something holes to drill through some steel. With for a, what? Uh, it was for my greenhouse. It was a greenhouse job. Oh, okay. And all I have was my Milwaukee drill. And uh, this, I guess you can call him my landlord. Um, Your shop lord? Yeah, my shop lord. <laughs> he was like, hey, man, you know what makes that job a lot easier? He was like, and I'm like, what, having a drill press? And he was like, yeah. And then we both went to lunch, and uh, I came back from lunch a little late. And when I got there, he had bought me a shop, or a, yeah, a shop drill press. Oh, hell yeah. That's but, awesome. I mean, it's super nice of him. Where'd he, where'd he get it from? Uh, Harbor Freight. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, that, that was pretty good for Harbor Freight drill press. Yeah, they got some good things out there. You, you know, just gotta you gotta pick and choose what they are. If it craps out um, within a year, you go trade it in and get a new one. And if you have it more than a year and then it craps out, oh well. You got only, your money's worth for sure. It, it was only a hundred like fifty dollars. Oh really? That's yeah. not bad. So yeah. they sped up the process a, a whole lot. Yeah. And then Sunday I'm gonna get my lawnmower going. I've been waiting on that thing for a while. Yeah, that that snapper is going to take you damn three hours to cut all that entire yard, probably. I mean, it's better than Chris was like. So when I was loading on the trailer, Chris uh, pulled up, and I could tell he was like, "Damn it, I wanted to take that lawnmower." He probably wanted to chop it up and make some go kart out of it. Some stretch lawnmower. And Chris was like, "Well, you, I got a push mower in my house if you want to use that instead." I'm like, <laughs> "Hell no, Chris." Push mow the entire yard. Hell no. I am not pushing an, an acre and a half of grass. Yeah, that's going to, I think, because that's somewhat around what my grandparents' house was. I think it's like acre and a half, two acres. And that would take us on a regular riding mower like two to three hours. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a long haul. I bet. So maybe you can uh, fix that snapper up. And there'll be some like snapper enthusiast out there that'll that'll uh, make it run and cut faster. No, or just like buy it from you. Oh, just start yeah. trading up and I get mean, you a, a nice little zero mower. turn. Yeah, they look good. Yeah, I mean they're they're meant for smaller yards. Yeah, on that. Yeah, it's like to me it's the quintessential uh, forest gump. Yeah, lawnmower. Well, yeah, you got the nice front yard, the white picket fence. Yeah, you use a yeah. use a little snapper. Yeah, when you got that much grass, I mean, yeah, you definitely probably gonna want to upgrade at some point. And is your price to cut my yard still, uh, what, 65 a week? 65 a week? Yeah. Is that cut, what it was? What not, what's your deal with? I don't think it was 65. You, what would it be today? Uh, I mean, it'd probably be like 75 a month, you know. Oh, that, what? Two cuts a month. It's only okay, gonna two cuts a month. It's only going to take uh 30 minutes, you know, to cut it. Maybe maybe a little longer, but, I mean, that zero turn gets it done pretty quick. Yeah. I'll do all the mowing if you just do the weed eating. Yeah. Like the- yeah, I was thinking about a weed eater today. I was like, I just bought my uh, handy-dandy Milwaukee drill and driver. So I got two batteries, and I was thinking about getting the Milwaukee uh, weed whacker. Yeah, that would be bad because you don't have a lot of weed eaten around there, you know? Yeah. And it would be... It's really just the perimeter of the house um, and by the front step. That's really what I was yeah. really wanting for. And then probably over there every now and then in the, uh, in the ditch, drainage ditch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would... You know, maybe I need a gas one. I got to get another gas one. The, the damn string on the Craftsman broke. But I think there's a warranty on there. What, the hand crank? Yeah, uh, the, the hand pull. Yeah. I think there's a warranty. I'm not 100% sure. You know, you can buy these things. They're like electric. Uh, Start? Yeah. You can buy electric. Oh, I was just thinking about yeah. that. But they, then I was like, well, then that's why they have battery-powered weed whackers for. 
But I didn't know they had an electric yeah, start. Yeah, they have electric start. There's a, a lot of the new ones have that. They just, you just buy a separate attachment, put it on there, and you just hold a button and it cranks it for you. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I kind of, that'd be nice to get one of those. They need that for a chain fall. Oh, yeah. Chain fall is the worst. I mean, it's just like a, you know, and if, if they don't, if something goes wrong, you still got the pull cord. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I just, that, that, whoever came up with that idea is genius. Yeah. Saves that shoulder. Yeah, and it saves time, too. Mm. I mean, it might take you, you know, three or four cranks, depending on how cold it is. You just hold yeah. that button down, and it's just constantly turning. And if you don't jerk it right the first time, it's just, it's, it's flooding it, and it's yeah. like, oh, my gosh. And you got to do that technique where you hold it, and you, you throw the back end down while you pull up at the same time. Really? I just set it down, and what come back 30 minutes later? I usually hold it, you know, at the handle, uh-huh. and it's kind of offset the weight is to where yeah. the, the motor's kind of hanging down, and I'll kind of just... Slam my left hand down to get the the right to tip down, yeah, and then pull up on the string, so it kind of have kind of counteracts and kind of stays there, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I could definitely got to get a new weed eater today because it is grass cutting season, and we've got a shit ton of yards to cut. And I got to get a truck. God almighty, I got to do so much shit. There's a um, a record service auction in Jonesboro. Coming up soon, and there's an 03 F 150 there. Oh, really? Yeah, and there was like a list of all these cars that they were going to be auctioning off, and there was a 2003 F 150 there. Is that a wreck, wrecker auction? Yeah, I guess. Does that mean it's wrecked? Or it was put on a wrecker and dropped there? <laughs> uh, I guess. I don't know. Get there and the whole thing's mangled. <laughs> yeah. like, well, this is the truck. It ain't got no wheels or engine or transmission, but. Frames been a shit, but you know, body panels are only a little rusted. <laughs> well, alrighty, I think we're gonna wrap that up. We gotta go get some stuff done today. It's a Saturday morning. We're recording this. Hopefully you're listening to it on a Sunday. If not, you're late. <laughs> Anything else you wanna say before we get out of here, August? I just wanna say thank you for all the listeners. Uh thank you for all the fans that we see in town. You know, y'all make it worth it to do this every day. Yeah, thanks for the support. We love seeing you in town. We know some people are uh, I've seen said they're, you know, scared or skittish to come up to us. But if you see us, come up and say, hey, you know, yeah. we're always open for a conversation. We're very friendly. Even for when the most we don't look friendly, we are friendly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not walking around with big old smiles on our face, but <laughs> <laughs> come talk to us. Maybe we'll put one on there. We'll see you at uh, Pontoon Brewing, April 1st, 6 p.m. Podcast and pours, event number one. We're all going to be out there. Going to be a great time. Nate's coming in from Mexico. Me and ours are going to be out there. Jason, of course, will be out there. Nikki and Maddie and Brandy and Lindsay. We'll have a lot of giveaways also. We got uh we got free drink cards, we got stuff for your home, we got consultations with Nuber Tea, we got some grill stuff I think to give away. I'm not hundred percent sure, it's all on the Facebook. So go check that out. And that finishes it for episode nine of the Clueless Two. Bye bye.